This episode, we wanted to highlight our parent organization, Outside the Lens. We have the amazing opportunity to be joined by one of their staff, Clarissa Lagunas. This is the voice of youth, and we are rolling in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, world. It's Jasmine. And before we introduce our lovely guests, here are some announcements. For the past several months and prior to the creation of Voice of Youth, us youth tellers have been listening and discussing other podcasters. To highlight and support these podcasters, we have created Digital 411. Our July's Digital 411 is a podcast called A Slight Change of Plans, Season 1, Episode 8, where psychologist Adam Grant talks with Maya about the science of changing people's minds. To listen to the full podcast, the link will be listed. Any you tellers looking to learn or practice editing podcasts, contact us via Discord. As many of you might know, Jordan Peele has released another terrifying masterpiece called No. Some more films to be on the lookout for is Wakanda Forever and Avatar releasing this winter. Anything filmmaking always inspires me and motivates me to go out and create. Here's Isabella with Artistic Inspirations. Hey guys, it's Isabella here, back with the Artistic Inspiration segment for this month. As someone who finds passion in the worlds of art, storytelling, and film, I was in awe of this month's Artistic Inspiration. This month, I stumbled upon a small TikTok creator and artist who combined both film and painting to create a stop-motion acrylic masterpiece consisting of 3,000 individual painting frames. Her goal was to create a film that expressed the day in the life of the quote, never ending loop of work in art school. Throughout the video, she captions that she wants the artwork to invoke a quote, feeling like reality and the unreal are the same thing. This goal was later proved to be a success at the end of the short film where the artist creates a clean ending that loops the film back around to the start of her waking up. The artist's use of film, painting, stop motion, and attention to detail really intrigued me and inspired me to want to peer outside my own lens and into the idea of how I can use digital media and film to paint a picture of what reality could be. If you are as intrigued as I was and want to check out this incredible short film, you can find it on the TikTok account at BMG underscore arts. Now, without further ado, you're listening to the main interview and panel discussion for this month on the Voice of Youth podcast in three, two, one. Hello, it is I, Jasmine, again. Today, I will be leading the interview with our amazing guest, actually our very first ever guest <laughs> from outside the lens. Here is Clarissa. Clarissa, you can feel free to introduce yourself. Give us a little context about who you are. Hello, I am Clarissa. My official title is I'm a media education associate with Outside the Lens through AmeriCorps, of course. Um, so I'm AmeriCorps Vista. I've been here for a little, like, I want to say three less months shy of a year. Okay. And before we get a little bit 
into the conversation. We want to break things off smoothly with an icebreaker. Thanks, Jasmine. Hey, Clarissa, it's Nicola. And I just have here a quick icebreaker question for you. We tried to start out each of our episodes with something fun. And since we saw that you are a pretty great photographer, we thought we could ask you if you could give us a camera or a, maybe a photographer that you would recommend to our audience? Um, film cameras all the way. And that's, that's what I started off with. And I don't know, it's just really fun not knowing how your pictures will come out right when you take them. So that the little anticipation of waiting until you develop it. But yeah, any film camera, even like even the disposable ones you find at Walmart or CVS or Walgreens. Yeah, just they're usually they kind of they they became trendy recently, so they they've kind of upped their prices. But, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say film cameras. It went like because now you can even get I think that's Panasonic or um, Pentax. Yeah, it, Pentax. Yeah, where yeah. now it's like digital film cameras, like Polaroids yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I um started off in in high school. I would have my own little dark room at my high school. I would definitely recommend that to anyone. Start off the old fashioned way, film. Yep. So um, I one thing that I was really you know when I was going through your portfolio and your website. You're a geography and international studies graduate. So I was wondering what was the transition like between being a graduate into becoming an AmeriCorps VISTA without the lens? Can you kind of explain that transition between those two points in your life? Oh gosh, yeah, that was, that's, that's, that's a funny story. Mm -hmm. When you graduate, anywhere i think well i think maybe like from college when you graduate you just feel like the life like your world is pretty much hectic and you don't know what to do with yourself and it's like oh god i'm not doing enough and so i kind of just went on a whim and got a job in the east coast so i was working over there for a few months it as an outdoor educator and i was traveling from let's see like upstate new york new hampshire connecticut uh, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and I was doing a lot of just education on like wildlife, uh, living in the outdoors, surviving in the outdoors, preserving, you know, nature. And then I started looking for a job back home in California just because of some family issues that I had to come back home for. And luckily I came across Outside the Lens and I had done a short summer internship as an AmeriCorps with a nonprofit in LA, uh, but that worked with, uh, so tree care. So planting trees, taking care of trees, creating shade and green spaces in the LA County area, specifically for underserved communities, like people of color who had higher chances of heat strokes Mm. Um, so I just thought like, hey, like I loved my experience with AmeriCorps there. And yeah, I gave it a shot. And luckily, I got in. <laughs> that's, you know, that's really beautiful because I myself am such an, a nature girl. I love being outdoors. But instead of like helping the environment, I'm just like chilling in the environment. <laughs> so I think it's really beautiful that not only are you outdoors being active, you're also contributing to like 
bettering the planet. And I, I think that's really beautiful. You said that you, like in college, you, you were switching between majors or thinking of switching between majors. And I like I like thought that was ironic because I didn't like literally change majors, but when I first was thinking about going to college and whatnot, and I was like, ooh, do I want to major in like the art world, like for film and whatnot? Because <laughs> for certain majors, you know, and especially creative majors, you don't technically need to go to college for it in other people's mind. So I was like, you know what? I should just go to school for um, marine biology or for science because that's like probably a useful degree. So when you said like, oh, you switched majors. And then I, cause I, the, the irony for me in the situation is that you wanted to, what did you say you wanted to major in at first? I was a studio art major. You wanted a major in studio art, and then you instead graduated as a geography and international studies. A geography and international studies, <laughs> and then still somehow made your way back to the right. world. Like it's kind of like think of it like in a, an ironic like if no, this was yeah. a book. If this was a book, it would be like a round character. You know, like you went from. Not wanting to study studio arts, but decided not to, and then still found your way back to the creative world. Like that is that alone is like a story to tell because it's so inspiring to people. Like people don't think that they're like, well, one, I think a lot of people question, oh, when should I, you know, uh, go into the creative world? Like, is there an age limit? Will people already be ahead of the game if I go at a certain age? Like, if I come in at 17 year old 17 years old trying to put out my photography and they already have people who've been doing it since they were 10 will I be late you know or if they should go ahead and go to school for it so I think that's inspiring to hear you say that because art doesn't require an age <laughs> no um but it's true what they say um to follow you should commit to your passions because if you're just doing a nine-to-five job that you know, it's just your job and you're not happy, you'll find your way back to your passion. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's really what I did because I've always had a creative mindset and I've loved creating. And I feel like that's my way of expressing. But yeah, no, as cliche as it sounds, follow your dreams. <laughs> yep. You can't, I feel like you can't steer yourself wrong because you don't want to be stuck doing something you don't enjoy. And I feel like if you work with your passion, then you'll never feel like you're working at all. And I think throughout my whole entire life, I like I've he heard students, professors, teachers, whatever. They've always said like, when you're doing something you love, you never feel like you're mm -hmm. working. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so true. Very true. And so how did your time working with, you know, outdoors and the, at the nature nonprofit kind of like move into your time with Outside the Lens? Yeah, no. So I was actually in the East Coast up until October 30th. I literally hopped on. I had to fly home really quick. I got a ticket that same day. I had to fly home within three hours, landed here by Halloween and started working at Outside the Lens by November 8th, so literally a few days after. It was just so fortunate that, you know, I got this job in San Diego, not too far from, you know, LA. I've always wanted to be far from home. So when I moved to the East Coast, I was like, okay, this is way too far. Like I was depressed, I missed my family. 
And so then I thought San Diego's perfect. Sunny San Diego is perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's that's beautiful too. So like, okay, in a nutshell, OTL's mission is to create and you know give space for youth voices to be heard all across the world. You know, that's their mission to do that through digital media and art. So from that point on, does you feel like that still kind of aligns with your mission as to who you are or your purpose? Because you just graduated from being at international studies. So working with youth and digital media, does that kind of feel like two different ball games you're playing? Or were they it, was that able to coexist in your life working with digital media but also being a nature person? Absolutely. Um Originally, I was a studio art major up in San Francisco, and I got discouraged because you go to San Francisco and the talent and the drive over there with all, like the amount of um, individuals that go over there to study, it's just so vast. Like There's so many creative people and they're so good at what they do. I just thought, dang, I'm not going to get money as an art major. And as a first generation, um, I had to think a lot about supporting my family um, financially. So I came back home and I changed my major to a nursing. Mm -hmm. And then I started working at the hospital for a few years. And then I realized I didn't wanna live in the hospital for the rest of my life. So then I started traveling and I started exploring different cultures and different communities. And so then I became a geography and international studies major and the thing that specifically caught my attention with Outside the Lens was Cameras Across Culture. Uh, this program that worked with different countries worldwide, like Bosnia. Yeah, and actually um, some of our youth tellers are from Bosnia and Herzegovina. And I think, I think Clarissa, with Outside the Lens that I love so much, if you can agree with me on this one, is that Outside the Lens provides so much with digital. You can be like working wherever. I think that is like so, so like the best thing to ever exist is that someone can be from a whole different continent and you can still be able to share and create art and hear their opinions and share ideas with another person in a whole different time zone than you. Absolutely. Uh, the work that you guys do, youth tellers, I'm blown away, literally. Like, anytime you guys come up with something new, like, I'm blown away because due to the fact that no one sees each other in person and it's all virtual, mm -hmm. and <laughs> you guys get a lot of attention from, like, different, you know, different youth from different countries, and you guys make it work. And I don't know, I think that's 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 amazing. That's something to pat yourselves on the back for. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we try, we try. I think it's all it's always a process, and I think it's easy to question what's the next phase or what's the next movement when you're doing something. Because even with the youth tellers, with creating voice of youth, youth tellers itself was going so well. But I think our main question was how do we now move it to literally be physically across cultures so like discord and you know having these meetings digitally and virtually on our laptops and our phones and our devices is nice it's easy but also now having others sit in on those conversations so like when we put these podcast episodes out now they'll have an insight into the kind of discussions we have 
on a regular basis. So that moves me into my next question is, how do you think outside the lens workshops and classes differ from other digital media courses? I would say they're unique. Um, literally, it's and it's really also that connection with the the educators, the staff, and their students. The educators are still so so involved, and they're so in tune with their students or their participants and their needs and their passions and their narratives. And it's all just it's very uniquely developed. All the programs, mm-hmm. um, and I love that it really they strive like. They're very dedicated to developing Mm -hmm. a strong concept of self and helping these young um, youth express their own narrative and their own stories. Yeah, and I definitely agree with you on that one because, and I always feel like Outside the Lens is always seem like they're creating a new program or workshop. Have you ever sat in on another program with Outside the Lens, another program that they might have created? Yeah, no, I, I specifically, uh, was partnered in so the migrant education programs. Mm-hmm. I did a few of the juvenile. Um, I did the foster homes. I did a few of like my story. So that was working with like third graders. And then there was a, a few workshops in the summer, which with through say SD. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was about preventing youth from like gangs or dropping out of college yeah no I was pretty much all over the place it's been fun (laughs) sounds fun yeah so you have like like you said you've been sat in and have been a part of a lot of different programs with outside the lens can you describe a time while working with outside the lens that may have changed or transformed your perspective yeah okay can I I'll tell you a funny one though I was (laughs) working I was working, um, I believe it was a 16-week program with uh, my coworker and friend, Natalie. And it, it, was a, it was a really interesting experience. It was, re- it was great. At first, we started off in person, and then we had to transition virtually, and then we went back in person. But when I first started, I was pretty nervous, but Natalie was so good at what she does. There was this one day where uh, the students were already so, they were very comfortable and I went out and there was a probably like two fourth graders that came up to me and they're like, hi, Clarissa. And I was like, hi, do I know you? And then they're like, yeah, uh, aren't you Clarissa? And I was like, I am Clarissa, but I don't, I don't think I know you. And like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were this fourth grader. I'm like, wow, I look that young, okay. But no, like that program was the program of my story. And it was really, really good. I think the the fact that that was my longest program, so 16 weeks, just the interaction with all the students. There were so many kids that were so passionate about telling. Or they were just so excited about the portraits they took of themselves and the stories they told. It's really, really inspiring seeing such young people create art because when I was young, I mean, yes, I was making art, but I didn't take it as serious. But like when you're working with kids and you're seeing how dedicated, because some of them kids go above and beyond. You have kids that are making music videos and making arts and their own podcast and all types of, they start their own YouTube page for videos. I'm like, I at, at the age of 11, making YouTube videos was like not in my head at all. So it really is inspiring seeing kids at such a young age be so dedicated to a career field 
where people twice or triple their age are doing it as well. So mind blowing. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, I would say that um, specifically that we had a, in the migrant education, one of the programs I was partnered in, we had three different cohorts. The first cohort, it had about 20 students. And then the second cohort, it went down to 10. By the third cohort, we only had about five students that showed up. Three consecutively showed up. By their exhibition, we had one student that showed up. And But the fact that he was so excited to show his parents' his work, and even if it was just that one student that showed up, like it made a difference. And yeah. he was so interested in in staying with Outside the Lens. So he asked a lot about like, how can I still be involved? So I directed him to Youth Tellers because I, I let him know that that was a virtual platform that mm -hmm. you know, he can still be a part of no matter where he's at. Even if that just that one person, even just one makes a difference. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Outside the Lens has provided different programs and platforms and workshops. We've talked about that. Like how has Outside the Lens been able to create a safe space for all of its participants, rather that's you, an educator, a volunteer, or a student. Do you feel like OTL has created a safe space for these people, or do you feel like they're still in the making of creating this space for them? Absolutely. The fact that they just take a wider perspective into everything and anything, it really helps with all the different narratives, all the different communities. 100% they help create a shared sense of purpose in whatever program. Totally. Uh, yeah, I think that's time for us to wrap it up. And before I do that, I am going to send it over to Isabella. Thanks, Jasmine. So, Clarissa, at the end of our monthly podcast episodes, we are going to be asking our interviewees questions to end the interview and get the audience thinking. So I would like to ask you, how do you think outside the lens? Um, how do I think outside the lens? I would say through perspective, just as outside the lens takes that wider perspective in understanding that, you know, the many different communities. I feel like that's the big the biggest way. It's just understanding understanding the many, the vast different perspectives and getting those creative juices flowing. That was a wonderful answer, Clarissa. Thank you. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us today. We want to thank the audience for listening in on this episode. To wrap up every single episode, at the end, we will cap it off with an inspirational quote. And here is Yelena with that quote. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. Our quote of the month is, Photography is an art of teleporting the past into the future. And try to ask yourself, how are you thinking outside the lens? Leave us a comment below and we will highlight your answers in our next podcast. That's all for now. See you next time. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks again for listening to Voice of Youth, your favorite digital media platform. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Youth Tellers. And we will see you all in the next month.